And we're back for another episode of Startup Hustle, a podcast for entrepreneurs by entrepreneurs. If you want to start, own, or build a business, then you're in the right place. We bring you the real truth about what it's like to take something from concept to launch, from growth, innovation, experience, failing, or winning big, we've got you covered. So let's get down to business with another episode of Startup Hustle, brought to you by Fullscale.io. And we're back, back for another episode of Startup Hustle. Matt DeCourcy here with Matt Watson. Hi, Matt. What's going on, man? I'm just making a list. One, two, three. For man, it's gonna take me a long time to count thousand, <laughs> man. That's a long list, right? That is a big list. We're talking about the Inc. Five thousand. Is that that's what we're talking about today, right? It is. I think it's it's one of my favorite things that they do every year. Yeah. Well, you're you're all over it. You're all over it. You know, we're gonna talk a little bit more about that and what the Inc. Five thousand is, how Full Scale made the list. Thank you, Full Scale, and a bunch of other companies too. So we're happy about that before we get too far into this episode. Today's show is powered by FullScale.io, helping you build a software team quickly and affordably. FullScale is an Inc. five thousand company as of 2022, first year eligible. You know, Matt, when you think about the Inc. 5000, you mentioned that it's one of your favorite things. And we're going to, you know, kind of outline. I think a lot of people want to know what the, you know, what, where, how, when, who, why, all of it. But, you know, when you think about it, and well, before I ask you this, you know, the Inc. 5000 lists the 5,000 fastest growing private companies in the U.S. And, you know, that's, it's a list that's based on the percentage of revenue growth over a three-year period. So this year's list, which is the 2022 list, would have been 2021, 2020, 2019. So it looks at three years. And, you know, there's some, there's some, uh, uh, it, this is largely when you say private companies, that's going to be startups, but they're not, not all startups. I mean, there's some companies on there with huge amounts of revenue. But when you think of Inc. 5000, what comes to mind? Well, there's there's a lot of rewards like this uh, around startups, and you even have like Gartner. You know, we'll have like Gartner's cool companies or Forrester Wave, and there's all these kinds of different things that you know, if you're a startup, you want to have this on your pitch deck or whatever, and be like, oh, we're a cool company because we achieved this thing. And honestly, I feel like eighty percent of them are scams and they're pay to play thing. You're like, oh, I paid two thousand dollars to CIO.com so we could have this badge to put on our thing or whatever to me like Gartner and Forrester Forrester are definitely legit but Inc 5000 to me is one of the most legit ones and it's just it's simple it's just the fastest growing companies in the United States and they print it in the magazine your grandma can go get it at the grocery store and open it up and look at the list and I just think it's cool it's it's one of the just kind of every year benchmarks of the fastest growing companies I think they do a really good job with it yeah, I agree. That's a great explanation. Thanks, Matt. You know, you can also find the listing at incinc.com, which I think a lot of people find it there. And Matt did a great job of describing what it is. Now, in regards to the 5,000 companies, there's a hell of a lot more than 5,000 companies that apply to yeah. be on the list. And they do charge an application fee to be on, you know, to be considered. You have to send in some financial statements. and It's pretty you know, nominal. They, they, 
Yeah, they look at who you are. Now, I I, I agree with you with the the quote list game. Uh, there's, uh, I I have found, it's amazing how many emails I have received over the last four or five years that are addressed to full scale gigabook startup hustle, all of it. Yeah. And you know what, Matt? We have amazingly made their list. If we want to pay a publication yes. fee yes. or something like that. And I'm looking at them and I'm like, who, who is this? They're very now, scammy. Yeah. And there are a lot of that stuff is pay to play. Now, you know, with that, I don't have a problem like paying an application fee because someone, you know, they, they're running a business and right. in Inc's case, they do, they do want you to license their logo. They do. You know, so, you know, now that said, I mean, I, I have a respect for the fact that they're running the business. I don't think that's pay to play because they're not going to not put you on the list because you didn't buy the logo. Right. They give you like a whole, you, you, I mean, when you say you buy it, you, you license the, the ability to use their name in your print and other stuff. And they give you a whole slew of stuff. Like they, yeah, get, they you know, now, you know, you got to respect the hustle a little bit on that. Now that's a lot different than you'll make the list if you pay. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> I, I've received some real wild ones over the years. You know, I was, uh, I think in the last few months I was invited to participate as a, as a participant in a reality TV show. As long as I had a $50,000. <laughs> I was like, wow. Yeah. There, there's a lot of weird pay to play stuff out there. Yeah, you can watch Startup Hustle TV for free and you don't have to pay 50 grand for that. But okay, so, you know, we, we mentioned what the Inc. 5000 was. Now we're, you know, as full scale, which we often talk about on the show, it's a business that Matt and I own together, uh, was eligible for the first time this year. And in order to do that, you got to have three years of financial statements. So, I will say it is a little, possibly a little easier to make it in year three or four because you have little numbers. Well, probably little numbers. We did over a million dollars in revenue in our first year in business, which is not typical for, and it wasn't even a full year. It is, I think, a little easier on the, the math's a little easier to have a higher ranking in yeah. your earlier years because you're looking at three-year averages that start faster. at a smaller number in the beginning. So, but you see a lot of people like anytime the Inc. 5000 list comes out, you go to your, you can go to LinkedIn and you're going to just see a ton of people posting it. It's the people that are on there that are like, yeah, this is our eighth straight year or something like that, which I, I, I have a lot of respect for that because that means you're continuing and sustaining the growth. So this is- It has to be pretty slow and steady. Yeah. And that's, a, that's exactly what this is, though, is a measurement of revenue growth. The industry, it's industry agnostic. So you look at some of the, you know, the top companies on there, which- well, there is kind of a, a funny story because the number one company on this year's list is, I don't think, a company anymore, are they? Yeah, it was BlockFi. So they were a big company in crypto that you could give them your crypto or your, your dollars. And it was like a savings account, basically. And, and maybe they did some other things. I'm not an expert on what they did. But um, that all went belly up over the last few months when crypto has melted down, when the stock market has melted down and all that. 
And yeah, I think FTX bought it for 10 cents on the dollar or something. And now BlockFi will be a service under FTX. And FTX, for those who don't know, is one of the larger crypto exchanges like Binance and Coinbase or whatever. Yeah, so they they basically yeah they had this they great gone. growth the last four years and blew so we're up. We're thinking exploded. they don't make the they we're thinking that they they might still make the list next year. Who knows? Because they had <laughs> two hundred and forty five thousand percent growth. Um, you know, and I know that all of you listening can't see me right now, but I am wearing a hat with a skull and crossbones on it, like a pirate ship. <laughs> that's the I'm wondering, logo now. I'm wondering if that's uh, if I'm secretly honoring BlockFi in that regard because I think. <laughs> I think a lot of my, I think a lot of treasure went into that chest, and a lot of it, and then it was gone. Well, it, it just gone. goes to show, right? Like sometimes these high growth companies, especially when they're VC backed and all that, right? Like they take off like a rocket ship, but sometimes they explode <laughs> in glorious fashion. And it's oh, just yeah. so funny that BlockFi yeah. is like the perfect example of it. Yeah, I didn't, hadn't even thought about that until you brought it up when the list came out. You went to get, oh, who's on the list? You looked at it, and you're like, oh, so. Whoops. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that happened. Yep. Anyway, so, you know, I mentioned industry agnostics. So these are all, when you talk about the Inc. 5000, everything is ranked. They do, they do categories, they do states, they do metropolitan areas. So we're talking about full scale. So full scale ended up being number 878 on the list of 5000. And uh, you know, I, I mean, that's I, that's a pretty good score. I'm okay with that. We were number six in the state of Kansas. That number sounds a little bit better. And yeah. then we were number 78 in the category that they put us in, which was kind of interesting because we were business products and services, but not necessarily IT. So well, they have in all Kansas, that. In Kansas City in general, when you talk about tech companies, uh, we were definitely we were like at the top of the list. Yeah. 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 Which so is we really number, cool. We were number nine in Kansas City. Now, for those of you who aren't aware, Kansas and Missouri, uh, Kansas City is more of it's in Missouri than it is in Kansas. And someone listening that just blew their mind. Yeah. The Kansas City Chiefs play in Missouri. I remember when Eric Perkins was and his brother were on Startup Hustle TV and he the moment that they told him that Kansas City was actually in Missouri. Do you remember the look on his face? Yeah. He's like, wait, what? What? Yeah. So we well, blew is it, it going to shock you when I tell you the New York Giants play in New Jersey? Yeah. I mean, the the San Francisco, the San Francisco 49ers play in Santa Clara. So, yeah. you know, which is basically San Jose. All right. So here's some of the categories. They, they rank them by industry. So you have advertising and marketing, agriculture, arts and entertainment, automotive, business products and services, which is what full scale and the category we were put in. Computer hardware, construction, consumer products, consumer services, crypto and blockchain, e-commerce, education, energy. Engineering, it's a lot of categories, right? There's a lot of categories. You know what? I looked at automotive for fun and you would immediately think, well, like, wow, Tesla must be on the list. They're not even on the list. They're not private company. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Gotta be it's got to be a private company, which means you can't have had your IPO. So there environmental services, financial services, food and beverage, government, Health, so health has product services, human resources, insurance, IT services. Yeah, I was a little, so 
Yeah, I was. Uh, I, we were curious about what they bundled us into because they ask for your suggestion and then kind of make the determination on their own. Legal, logistics, manufacturing, media, real estate, retail, security, software. So we could have, I mean, sometimes I put us in the software category. Yeah. Yep. I mean, because that's what we do. We make it. Go to fullscale.io to learn more about that. Um, sports, telecommunications, and travel and hospitality. So we were out of the whole list. We were number 78 on in our in our industry so like i said when you when you make the list you make the big list you make your state list you make your city or regional list and yeah. then you make your industry list so you actually kind of win four awards which i think is pretty cool so <laughs> yeah so yeah so you know ink delivers us we got you know the the we did license the logos you know it was, i think it was like 1500 bucks and they send us a whole pack. They, I mean, we didn't have to like build a lot of stuff and they send us everything we need and we can now include that. And it's, it's great validation. So you talk about like why that's why I mean, there's, I look, I do look at a lot of people's websites and, Oh, I see a bunch of badges and they're like, yeah. And I won the boy scout badge of honor in 1988. And so some of it, but yeah, I think this is a good one when it, it's, it's pretty well known. It's pretty established. Now, Matt, here's the crazy thing. You're on this thing three times. Yeah, baby. Woohoo! Three times. One, two, three. All right. Isn't that see, crazy? that's easier to count to than 5,000. Let's talk about that for a second. Cause in addition to being involved with full scale, you know, we, we own the company, but you have been also involved at you, you went to camp, camp digital, which on yes. the list is known as, as well, I'll let you explain. Well, so I, and I joined the company a few months ago, so I have like nothing to do directly with the growth over the last four years. Uh, sure you so do. the company, the company was called home and local services and they've <laughs> since renamed to camp digital and you know, they, they brought me in to help uh, improve the technology and grow it and all these things. Now, what's interesting, though, is Fullscale helped them build yeah. the original version of their software. So yeah. and and that's something else we should talk about. Like, didn't we find there was like 15 or 20 companies on the on the list that Fullscale had worked with? No, that had been on Startup Hustle. Oh, that had been on the podcast. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of our clients and unfortunately, no, we're, we're, we can mention camp digital, go to CampDigital.com to learn more about that. But you talk about like roots running deep. I mean, you were originally suggesting full scale to them and that's, yeah. you know, yeah. we still have a relationship with them and so much yep. that you're involved in the company now. So, and you know, so uh, we did have a couple other, a couple active clients on the list. And, you know, we have a lot that, I don't know, we have a lot of clients, uh, and we have a lot of, we found, we have found 16 past startup hustle guests that were on this year's list. That's just this okay. year. Yeah. I mean, for, if we went, it would have been a lot of work yes. to go back and look through all of them. Uh, and, and, you know, I would be, I, if we look back at over 900 episodes, I bet we have a triple digit number. If not, I mean, I'm probably I would, I would guess that at least 25% of our guests or 20, I bet one in five have been on this list at some point. That's pretty awesome. I would say that's probably that's really fair. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, or, or worked at a company that was, and that's, and that's how deep this runs now. So, so, all right. So you got full scale. Now we got smoked by man. Camp digital rolled full scale up and smoked <laughs> it at summer camp, man. Cause 
Yeah, you guys, that was 365. 365, grown 1,621% in the last uh, three years. And, God, and so our, 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 we're, we're a digital marketing agency for home service companies. So that's totally different industry from full scale. I mean, uh, full scale only grew 723%. Only. I know. You know, the craziest thing about that number, Matt, is during that three-year period, we purchased no advertising. That um, is really incredible. It's crazy. And now, we have almost 300 yeah, employees. We did this podcast. We did a lot of content marketing through a blog. And we did host people at our suite events, which has been a huge hit because it just got us in front of and around a lot of people that we started conversations with. But yeah, during that three-year period, there was no external advertising, no CPC, no, no nothing. That's pretty Kinda incredible. Crazy. Yeah. So then there's a third company and that's the one that we were talking about last year. You had a successful exit when Stackify was acquired by Huntington Beach, California based Netrio. Yep. And they're on the list. They're on the list. Number 3,453. Yeah. Grew 151%. Now that includes all of Netrio, not just uh, Stackify that I sold, but last year Stackify was on the list on its own and we were ranked 379. Yeah. 379 on the list. So, so and, all you and, do is win, 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 win. Is that what you're trying to say? And honestly, I, I have a really cool plaque on my wall in my office um, from last year from StackFi being on the list. And it's one of my favorite things. I just, I've always loved the Inc, Inc 500. And my old company, Vin Solutions, was in the Inc 500 multiple times. And I have a plaque in my office from that. I'm looking at it right now. It's just cool. I just always think it's one of the coolest accomplishments. If you go to Watson's home office, it's just draped in awards and plaques and yeah it's crazy you walk in and money just starts falling and if he touches you you turn into gold it's really weird no it looks like my little kids have destroyed my office that's what it looks oh, like really i was thinking it was something <laughs> different yeah i know I, I, I did mention when we were at the office and we looked through the list i was like shit watson's on here three times and i was like i'm gonna be back guys i'm just gonna go see if i can get him to touch me some more because <laughs> i think i might turn to gold so not, no, congratulations, but yeah, I mean, there's, so I mean, there's, there's, uh, it's legit and that's, you know, that's uh, okay. So there is one thing that happened after I won or after full scale won, And I don't, I don't want, I don't want to use the word. I, I didn't win shit. Our company as a whole. Yeah. Uh, they did it. I got the easy job. I got, there's 300 people that show up and do great stuff. But, you know, so I went to the bank afterward and I was at the teller window and I had that little plastic tube and I was trying to shove the Inc 5000 award in it. <laughs> I couldn't get it in the freaking tube. And I was trying to like shove it in there. Like you're going to need to come into the lobby, Matt. And so I went in and I was, you know, I tried to fill out a receipt and they said the amount and I put Inc 5000 in the box and I passed <laughs> it to the teller. And she said, what are you doing? I said, I want to put this award in the bank. Said, uh, you can't put an award in the bank. And I was like, Oh, and I thought about it and I was like, yeah, actually it did cost a little bit of money to win this award. So then I realized I'm like, Oh, so the award really doesn't mean shit unless you do something with it. Now, not everybody feels that way. Some people like the validation, but I think if you're going to do stuff like this, you need to have tasteful and productive ways to make the award do some work for you. 
Um, Matt, when you think about that, I mean, I think that, you know, you talk, obviously, you know, you have things like social media posts, you put it on your website, maybe email signatures, things like that. I mean, when you do doing stuff like that, it helps other people that want to do business with you see some of the mainstream validation, which in my opinion, makes it easier to buy from you. You know, everybody loves third-party proof, right? If you're talking to yeah. an investor or a potential customer or whatever, it's great third-party proof, right? Like if I'm looking to buy whatever kind of tool, it's looks pretty cool if I'm looking at their website and like, wow, they're one of the fastest growing companies. They must have a cool product. They must be doing something the right way. It must be a well-run business, right? Like it's just great third-party proof. And yeah. the other thing that's great about it is it's a, it's a good reason to talk to the press. Like I've been in the local business journal before and we've been on other startup um you know, online uh, publishing things that interviewed us because we were in the list. And so it's, it's a great thing to, uh, to use to help make some noise for various reasons. Yeah, I think that's the, uh, as, uh, with everything you mentioned, you know, I think another thing that it's good for is, you know, at full scale, we sent out an image to our employees. Yeah. And, you know, like, and said, hey, if you want to post this and you're proud of it, go for it. And a ton of our employees did. And, you know, those are the people that make it happen. It's a good way for them to feel successful too. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah share the success. Celebrate internally. Yeah. Okay. So, you know, we did skip over a couple things and wow, you know, if you hear a thunderstorm in the background, it just really started raining where I'm at. So lightning you know, struck I, three times this year. I know. I know. Did it for on the Inc. 5000? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I see. I see what you did there. All right. So we talked about the eligibility and criteria and some people are interested. If you're interested in how you can apply, I mean, you can go to Inc.com. They, they will walk you through the, uh, you know, they have a whole application process and those applications get processed by the end of March in whatever year that it's going on. Uh, you do have to have generated at least, well, at least for recent ones, you would have had to have done a hundred thousand in revenue in your first year and two million in your third year. And that's a lot of growth. Yeah. So that was their their criteria. And then you need to be privately held, for profit, based in the United States and independent, meaning not a subsidiary or a division of another company. Ah, uh, yep. Yep. There you go. So that's the criteria. And then, you know, we talk about when that list comes out every year, right around, right around this time, right around mid August, August ish. Yeah. Now, if, if you're listening to this and you're like, man, I should have been on the list. It's something you got to get your, your marketing team or somebody, you know, get, get, make them aware and, and have them look out for it. Another company I'm invested in that's here in Kansas city is a company called dealer Q and they're killing it in automotive right now. Um, some old Venn solutions um, team there. They should have been on the list. They didn't apply. Ah. And so that's the thing you you've, you've got to apply and you know, things you got to look out for. So it's, if you've got some marketing, it's something they should have on their radar. Well, and the reason that you have to apply is because there's seven, uh, roughly 7 million companies that meet the, what could meet the criteria. Yeah. And the, the issue is, is, you know, that data is in, free flowing for private companies. Private companies aren't charged with reporting this information publicly. So if you're not going to share it, 
then how are they going to know? What do they and say? I, if, if the award falls in the forest and no one's around, did it really make a sound? And what I would recommend is, you know, as your company, you know how fast you're growing, right? You know what your revenue was in 2018 and 2021. Do the math and say, okay, where we're going, have we grown 30%? Have we grown 3,000%? What have we grown? And if you feel like the number is high enough that it would make the list, then go for it. You know, it's something fun that you can do. Now, I feel like, oh, we've only grown 40%. It's probably not going to make the list. And, you know, fine, don't don't apply. So, yeah, 40% wouldn't get it done. Let me, you no. know, let me go down. Let me hang on. Let me count. You want me to do it out loud while I scroll? To make, to make the like top 500, you're going to have to be like hundreds of percent. Yeah. And over, then, I mean, oh, well over a hundred percent. It, you know, it's not that crazy to be in the like bottom of the list. No. I mean, it was like 150% growth. I mean, yes. you still have Netro to be doing was something right. <laughs> now, some people might look at that and be like, that doesn't sound like that much. Go do it. It's harder well, than it I mean, sounds. let's be honest. For most, for most companies, growing 20, 30, 40% yeah. year over year is a big accomplishment. Yep. Right. But the older a company gets, somebody like Microsoft or Apple or Amazon, like growing that fast is a huge you're talking about huge numbers at that point. And, and they did they at one point. And that's I mean, why they, they can't do it anymore. At one point. Yeah. yeah, but at one time they did. So it's a lot okay. easier when you're small. Well, you know, I want to give everyone a, a, an additional reminder that today's episode of Startup Hustle was brought to you by the 2022 Inc. 5000, <laughs> number 878, <laughs> fullscale.io, helping you build a software team quickly and affordably. And we can help yeah. you be on the list. We can help you. Yeah, grow. help us. Come help us have a better ranking next year and the prior year, or the no, the year after that, the year after that, yeah. the year after that. And we that. can help your business grow. Yeah, and you know, with that, there's there's a lot. That, well, let's talk about that for a second. This is and kind of on our way out of this episode. Yeah, I I still don't like the fact that. Why aren't there, you know, how, we need to see some lists for who makes the most profit, not just the most <laughs> revenue. Because while there's 5,000 companies on here, how many of them do you think are actually profitable? Well, and that's a really good point. And that's what, I think that's a big part of the problem with the startup culture, right? Is people look at the top line revenue or they just look at how much money people raise, but yep. nobody ever talks about if they're profitable, right? And yep. And people get worried about with, I'd almost call them vanity metrics. They're not really vanity metrics. Like they're important revenue and, and raising capital and stuff. Those are important things. I wouldn't really call them vanity, but it almost feels like vanity instead of like making a business that's actually profitable. That's a real business. People get so hung up about how much money did we raise and how much revenue do we have? But really it's about making money. Yeah. We got a local publication here in Kansas city. That's overly obsessed with that shit. And it's just like top VC back companies. Like, who makes a fucking profit, man? Who makes money? And how's that going you know, for BlockFi? It's yeah. Well, that's my point. And you know, so much of this is a bunch of crap when it comes to you know, like who cares how much you raised? We, we haven't. We're not. Full scale's never on that list. We started it on our own. We didn't raise. I'd, we didn't. We grinded it. And I'd and much we, rather have yeah, a business put our money that's in it growing. Too, yeah. I'd much rather have a business that's growing 20, 30, 40, 50, 60% year over year that is not losing a lot of money. Maybe, you know, maybe they're losing a little bit of money because they're investing in growth, but they're just slowly plotting along and profitable, yeah. good business, right? Like those are awesome businesses. 
and they are less likely to blow up too because some VC tried to put rocket fuel into it. There, there's absolutely nothing wrong with that, and that that's a huge accomplishment. Don't well, get hung up on this growing thousands of percent, like growing 40, 50, right. 60% a year, huge accomplishment. Well, we wrote big checks, but no one cares about that. Why is that different? I mean, for real, why is that different than a VC? I mean, yeah. I think it's actually better. You got skin in the game, man. Yeah. Putting your own chips, work. you put your own fucking chips on the table and play with them. You know, you gotta make it's, it work. I, I think that I, that takes more guts than doing it with someone else's dough. But you know, yeah, I digress. Take, yeah, when you take me, VC tell me money, I'm wrong. come to the startup hustle chat and tell me I'm wrong. That's what Absolutely. half the people there do on a lot of days anyway. So that's what it's there for, though. Right? That's what it's for. I love the startup hustle chat. There a lot of good I conversations. Too. I do too. I do too. Well, you know, Matt, I just, you know, we wanted to put an episode out. I think we covered everything here. We covered, you know, what, you know, where you can find yourself in a magazine and online. You can go to Inc.com and work through the registration process or the application process. It did not take that long. I mean, it does take some effort, but yeah, send it them financials. Was, it wasn't. It wasn't crazy. Now, if you don't have your shit together on your financials, then you're then it might be a lot, lot more work. You know, we're talking about the eligibility requirements. It's three years of growth and revenue. You do need to see some kind of spread on that growth. Uh, list comes out annually, and who's on it is who's on it. Now, if you do get on it, there are a couple things that I didn't mention. You do get invited to a gala a black tie gala, which I will not be attending this year. Did you go? No. Yeah. Nope. I don't really do that shit. Do you? No. I, I mean, let's be honest. Ink, you know, ink is running a business, right? And they make a lot of money off all this yeah. and they make money off the gala and selling tickets. Yeah. And it's all a way for them to make money, but it'd be a cool I, event to go to. I bet. I did get invited to, to participate in their master's program though, which I had to apply for and have been approved to publish content on ink.com. That's cool. Yeah. So that's, that's coming. Cool. Yeah. Gonna, what should I write about? The podcast. What, why less, why less never show profit and only show revenue growth. You think they want to publish that? That's yeah. your first First All right, Matt. Well, I got to get back to work because now I've got to set the standard. I got to get on this list again and again and again. I think Netrail was on it. That was like their fifth year in a row. Yeah. Yep. There's a lot of companies, yeah. multiple years. Yeah. I'm out, man. I'll see you next time. All right. Time. Back to work. Startup Hustles brought to you by Fullscale.io, helping you build a software team quickly and affordably. Make sure you reach down and hit that subscribe button, then come find us on Instagram. See you next time.